human, and welcome to Real Stories, the podcast dedicated to finding out where the doors of cinema have led individuals. Today's guest is a friend from school, Mara. I met her in class, and she stood out as someone that had a diverse palette for film, so I asked her to come on the show. We met at a study room where Mara told me about the time she was recommended Lars von Trier's Dancer in the Dark as a 10-year-old girl who loved exploring Blockbuster after dance class. Mara also had some things to say regarding the films Autumn Sonata and Mustang. Some highlights include the topics of exploiting emotions, the question of is making cinema narcissistic, and the phrase, feel free to David Lynch me. Let's give it a listen. So Mara, <laughs> why don't you tell me a movie that changed your life? Um, so, okay, just for f- reference for listeners, before um, we were discussing why I, um, like what my introduction to movies were, and I, my introduction to movies was essentially through the idea of like blockbuster and like renting things, and I, w- I was really young and would always... Um, you know, lie to my parents about what time to pick me up so I would have times to, like, go to Blockbuster and, like, have alone time with my movies, you know? And, like, I don't know why I wanted to go to Blockbuster. I think I was just really, really infatuated with this idea of, like, a library, but instead of books, it's movies. Like, I always loved libraries, and I would always go to libraries to read books because I also read books, but... um I don't know, just this, I, this, it was like a bizarre idea to me, and I was like, someone thought of this, and it's genius, so I, I, like, did that, and I would go, and I was there so often that, like, I became friends with the people who worked there, and they essentially started to, like, treat me more of, like, as, like, an adult, uh, and, uh, like, a cinema lover, and not as, like, the 10-year-old child who walked into Blockbuster alone every Tuesday and Thursday, you know, um, So one of the days, like, an employee was like, Mara, uh, there's this movie that just came, and I know you like Bjork. Side note, I love Bjork. As, like, a child, love Bjork. Um, So... (laughs) Hold on. I I said I wasn't going to interrupt you. But when you said, uh, before we started recording, that... Uh, I brought up Lars von Trier, and you were like, it just has to be one of his movies one that changed my life. Immediately, I was like, it has to be Dancer in the the Dark. dark. I was like, it has to be Dancer (laughs) in the Dark. But, I mean, the guy's filmography is all over the place. It could be anything, and, like, I'd love to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I am so looking forward to what you're about to say. I'm sorry for interrupting. Please. No, that's okay. I mean, so, so, yes, it's Dancer in the Dark. Dancer in the Dark did change my life. He basically said, Mara, I know you're a dancer, and I know you like Bjork. It was made for you. Catered to my needs as the 10-year-old girl. I was about to ask how old. Um, Yeah, maybe I was 11, but I was young. Way too young to be watching a Lars von Trier movie, you know? Especially Dancer in the Dark. Especially Dancer in the Dark. Um, But I I was, like, excited. Okay, cool. I, like, I got the DVD. Um, He didn't really warn me. I don't even think he had seen it. Or else if he had seen it. Apparently. Right. I feel like if the guy had seen it, he wouldn't have given it to me. Like, you know, he would have some sense of, like, what I would be watching. But I I took it home. um, And I... My introduction to movies, or early on, it, and this is still like a lingering thing within me, is I'm always ashamed of like watching movies, so I can't watch it 
with people or like around people like so I would always wait until there was like a certain time of day when like everyone was out of the house that I could watch my movies because I never wanted people to know what I was watching and like it's, can you elaborate on that real quick? okay like I don't know why like I was always afraid of my parents like seeing me passionate about something I cannot tell you why I feel that way okay. um but it was very much like that and I didn't want my parents to know what I was watching even if it was like an appropriate thing it was just like I didn't want them to like ask me questions or ask me to elaborate on things like I I, I, I don't know it was like a shame thing but also more of like a this is a my, me it's for me I don't want to talk about it um so like I there was the time that I would watch the movies and still I'm kind of like that but less so like I do enjoy watching movies with other people and I I the relationship with movies has changed and gr- like grown but um but basically yeah I watched I, I got Lars von Trier's um Dancer in the Dark took it home waited till everyone left the house put it in the DVD player was watching it you know cool I'm like okay shaky cam like this is the choice but it's cool like there's literally no color in this movie but okay um and I'm watching it I'm watching I'm watching it um and I'm I I will have to say like it it bored me until you know the the climax of the film and I mean (laughs) bored bored is the wrong word like I was less interested in it you know than I than I should have been until she killed or uh, she's like getting raped and like she basically do, you know does all of her things she kills a man blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. um all of that i was like intrigued by it but the one thing that like changed my life in the in a bad way was um when she gets hung you know like I don't think ever in my whole life to this day, like actual bad things have happened to me and they have hurt less than watching that. Like, I don't, maybe it was, I was young, I had no idea what the hell I was watching. Like, I couldn't grasp, like, I could not wrap my head around it, but I was just, like, so traumatized. And I, like, didn't leave my room for, like, days. And, like, I didn't watch that movie, like, for years like the last time I watched I've only seen the movie twice the last time I watched it was um on my 18th birthday you know so it was like and it was just to like it was for for me to be like I'm an adult now um will this movie have the same impact as it did like on me as like a child you know and it did I wanted to like I remember that I remember that feeling so much like I was so distraught that I was like nauseous like I wanted to throw up I was like what the fuck is this and like that's genius that's why I want to make movies I want people to watch my movies and like sit there for like days and be like she batshit crazy like you know um I want people to be nauseous and that's why like even my short films will be like like not radical is the wrong word like um extremist i want people to feel uncomfortable i want people to feel even whatever i choose one emotion and i want them to feel this way you know whether it's joy or not like i want that's what i want for my movies um but i do have a difficult relationship with a dancer in the dark because lars von trier is like not a good person um but his movies and like because like another movie that changed my life that not as much definitely not as much and i don't refer to that movie that often i don't really think about it that often but dogville is a great movie um i love i I mean 
three hour long movie set in a fucking warehouse with no like nothing it's like in a warehouse with duct tape that says so and so's house you know and I sat, I sit there and I, I watch all three hours of it and I love it you know he it's difficult to deny his genius yeah. but I'm a person who firmly believes you cannot separate art from artist so I have a difficult time with that and you know like all of his movies love to like rape women so there is something a little like speculative about it but i but the way that that dancer in the dark specifically impacted my life is like i it's unavoidable you know uh it's why i wanted to make movies it it didn't introduce me to movies it introduced me to the concept of filmmaking and how we can exploit one another's emotions um for our own benefit it's very narcissistic i know but like i think cinema is very narcissistic or the act of making cinema is narcissistic Real quick, on that note, do you want to elaborate? But like, feel free to like be like no. Please, please, yeah, please, please, <laughs> feel free to David Lynch me. Uh, I love that. Feel uh, free to David Lynch me. Um, can you elaborate on why you want to make people feel the emotions? Now, I'll give you an example. Um, Gaspar Noé, when he got asked basically that question, because he has a very similar kind of mindset as you, he goes. Uh, when I make the movies, uh, my movies are uh, they're very, they're very sad. They're very sad movies, and uh, I want people to watch it and think, um, my life isn't that sad. My life is better than what's happening to those people in that movie. So when they come out, uh, they're actually happy. You know, they go see a sad movie, but they're actually happy because their life isn't it's better like, than that. Yeah. So what do you think that? Um, again, I, I don't. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't think that's why. I think that's a really good reason. I never thought of it that way. At this point, we were interrupted. So the next clip will start off responding to my question of why Mara wants to exploit her audience's emotions. Okay, let's jump back in. I expect people to be as empathetic as I am, which is maybe like a little bit too presumptuous, but like, um, so I, I expect when I, when I see a sad movie, I am sad. I don't compare the movie's plot or narrative to my own life. That, in that moment, that is my life. Sorry, were you going to keep no. going? So oh. like, I don't think of it that way. I don't know. Maybe... Again, this feeds into my theory of cinema as narcissism or making cinema as narcissist because um, I want people to feel the same way that I was feeling while I was making it. Make me feel less alone. Well, I wanted to elaborate that it's like sort of a contradiction because you're saying cinema is narcissistic, but you said you want people to feel empathetic, which I would argue... I don't want people to feel empathetic. I assume um, people feel empathetic, um, are, are empathetic people, so... Just as I watch a sad movie and walk out of it sad, I always assume people also do that. But Gaspar Noé's like theory is is the opposite, which he assumes people are so caught up in their own lives that they compare different people's stories to their own and and say, "Oh, mine is better, mine is worse." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Different outlook. I don't know, no one is right, but no. Um, yeah, that's my outlook though. It's different than his. <laughs> Um, and you had mentioned uh, possibly bringing up another story. Another story, yes. So um, another another like movie that did change my life. Okay, it my life has been changed multiple times by movies <laughs> um, for different and, and, reasons, though. Okay, by the way, like we can have you back on the show. Like and I'm going answers. back for yeah, I'm going back for another episode with uh, you know our mutual friends. So um, yeah. Yeah, um, no, I mean, 
Dance of the Dark is like my like buzzer answer. It opened the doors. You it know, the doors. it did that. It like is the life changing movie. Yeah. But Ingmar Bergman's Autumn Sonata is like the movie that uh, like. I don't even... That's, like, my problem with that movie is that I don't even know how to elaborate on it because it didn't change my life, but it was one of the first times I ever I ever saw something and was, like, someone put a camera in my damn house and um, made a movie about it, you know? Wow. Like, it's, it is... It, I have never related to a movie so much, but it, I have. That's a lie. Like, I have never felt completely and wholly seen. In movies, I see things, I'm like, I can relate, cool, great. But it's not when it's like in, in its entirety. Like from beginning to end, I was like, I, I get it all. I understand, that's me. Bergman knew me in a past life, made a movie about me, you know? Wow. Um, but that didn't change, it did change my life. And like, yeah, all the movies that changed my life, I cannot watch more than like a handful of times. Mm. I think I've seen Autumn Sonata like three times or four times. Wow. Um, including at the college with Liv Ullman. Including at the college, which is like fucking life changing. Uh, that conversation own. is online and I went home and saved it. So it's like, like beautiful. Yeah. It's, I, She's cool. I have it forever now. But like I have this thing where I guess all of the movies that change my life are made by men who like treat women like shit. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I would love to have another episode sometime uh, <laughs> about, about that. Uh, uh, we can touch on that and, and definitely Autumn Sonata. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. I have a lot to say about Autumn Sonata, but not for the way that it changed my life, but like for the way that it was made and the way like and how it's contributed to cinema. Um, yeah, so Autumn Sonata and another movie called Mustang, which was came out in 2015, directed by a, a Turkish woman, mm-hmm. um, is about a Turkish like a group of Turkish sisters um and just about their life and like life growing up in a vill- in the village of in modern Turkey and like that movie is also another movie that changed my life but in a way of like how I want to tell stories mm-hmm. but also in a very very relatable way because my entire family is from Armenia which yeah Turkey and Armenia have a very complicated relationship google it um it's the the cultures are very similar obviously inevitably so i'm watching it and i understand it um and it's like it was just i think i saw that in a time where i was very like hope hopeless about movies and like the content out there was just terrible and i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna do something else um but i saw that movie and i was like life changed great because it reeled you back in it really back into this yeah and the story of the way that it was made you know it's a turkish film about being against turkey as a country and how terrible it is and how it treats their women terribly um and how the how it has this instilled patriarchy that is just like not bad for women but killing women so um you know, like, the the director was essentially said, like, you cannot film in Turkey. You cannot associate this movie with Turkey. And she was a pre- she was pregnant at the time, so they tried to fire her. They're like, you can't direct this, blah, 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 blah. She basically found her way. Like, she battled so many obstacles and made it out and created this, like, gorgeous piece of cinema. Or I can't find anything wrong with the movie. And nothing. There's nothing wrong with the movie. And it's, her feature, it's like, her first movie... Um, so it, it, you know, it changed my life in a different way. It was, maybe it wasn't as profound as Dancer in the Dark, but it was like, it like re-changed my life, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So it sounds like you you found it at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. Totally. Well, um, I can't wait to check out Mustang. I hope other people. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. So there everyone, should, they just brought it on. There you so go. Yeah, you guys should watch it. There you go. Um, I will say this though, like a lot, a lot of like Middle Eastern women I've recommended recommended it to, like absolutely loved it, and like a lot of. Um, non-Middle Eastern women like liked it and then a lot of like men they liked it but could not relate to it and did not have that same like profound response to it you know uh, so I'm curious to see like what your response would be okay we'll talk about it next time yeah um, real quick do you want to plug anything in terms of plug like, yeah like no. where uh, like you have a website or anything like that no okay. i have i have no plugging okay. don't don't talk to me ever <laughs> hey you no. heard it don't reach you out. heard it here do not <laughs> talk to mara tatavosian well you can follow her on instagram at mara underscore tatavosian uh <laughs> um yeah that's fine you guys can follow me there and like I most of the things that I'm doing I plug on Instagram okay but I also am not I'm a very like again shameful person I don't plug anything I don't Mm -hmm. like it okay Um, I'm a word of mouth old-fashioned kind of gal marketing is not my forte Um, (laughs) yeah you pay the people to do that that's fine I I can pay people to do it yeah yeah Um, okay well I guess that's it thank you so much Awesome. And that's it for today, folks. In the show notes, you'll find the handle for Mars Instagram account. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you got something new from today's episode. Make sure to check out the films we talked about if you haven't seen them yet. Good night. <laughs>